A rustle of leaves, the lazy drift of clouds across the sky, another afternoon here and gone. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. On any year, the start of a new school year can be emotional and overwhelming. The end of summer, the start of a new life chapter, the stress of new lessons and structures and schedules. Sometimes, the honk of Canada geese flying in a V-shape overhead stresses me right out as they remind me how comfortable moments swimming in lakes or the ocean are swiftly coming to an end. Many species have become quiet or are moving on. The potential of seeing new flowers or hearing new bird songs has diminished significantly. With my head down, feeling glum about the big transition that always marks a new school year, I notice a colorful and spiky caterpillar boldly marching along, seemingly without a care in the world, the white-marked tussock moth caterpillar. If these caterpillars are out in the open, they're hard to miss as they look like the electrocuted evil clowns of the caterpillar world. White-marked tussock moth caterpillars have a bright red-orange head with a pair of long bristles that waver about like arms out towards the front as they move. They have a nearly matching pair of bristles at their rear as well. Their sides are white to yellow, and their backs are black but for four toothbrush-like clumps of white to yellow hairs protruding from the front half and a few red-orange dots on the back half. The entire caterpillar is adorned with long hairs pointing in every direction, some light in color, some dark, some emerging from tufts, some singly. The stiff hairs and bright colors on a creature that moves slowly out in the open is a good indication of something you should not touch. Where dangerous or venomous creatures are much more common in warmer parts of the world, there are many sayings to help people remember particular color combinations that indicate danger. We don't have much to be worried about in Maine, though the black and white striping of a skunk and carefree nature of a spiky porcupine are a couple examples of warning signs. When it comes to caterpillars, if they look a little crazy and colorful with spiky hairs and are as carefree as a porcupine in the lawn, it's a good general rule not to touch them. The stiff hairs of the white-marked tussock moth caterpillar are barbed and can cause rashes or hives on people who touch them. In addition to being quite an effective predator deterrent, the caterpillar also weaves these hairs into its cocoon to protect its future defenseless pupa. As the adult female moths are wingless and lay eggs right next to their former cocoons, these hairs may also continue to protect the eggs as they develop. Late last summer, I felt like I was seeing these white-marked tussock moth caterpillars everywhere. One crawled across the deck, another was munching on a leaf outside my mechanics while I was waiting for my car inspection, and another crawled across my pants during one of my outdoor lessons, much to the delight of my first and fifth grade students. These caterpillars range across most of the U.S., eastern Canada, and Mexico. Apparently, they have occasional localized outbreaks that can lead to defoliation of the many trees that are their hosts. Apples, poplars, willows, roses, basswood, some evergreens, and many other species. But as white-marked tussock moths are a native species, they also have native diseases and predators that ultimately temper their impact. So the next time you're feeling glum about the changes that a new school year brings, some years more than others, you could head outside to look for a colorful caterpillar. Now is a great time of year to be checking out the undersides of leaves to do just that, as many caterpillars are stuffing themselves with plant matter in preparation for a winter of metamorphosis inside a cocoon. 
White-marked tussock moth caterpillars also remind us that even as one season comes to an end, a new season arrives with equally amazing species and outdoor experiences to discover. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Have a topic you'd like us to cover in our show? Let us know. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology. Thank you.